Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Premium Spiciness TCG podcast. I mean, you obviously haven't heard my voice for quite a while, probably two weeks, well, I felt like a month, but it hasn't even been that long. But yeah, uh, we've got some tasty and spicy, delicious, nutritious news, uh, some stuff to talk about today. Hopefully that'll quench your thirst um, for the few weeks that we've been missing. But yeah, anyway, uh, so what have we been doing? Um, as you may have been aware, there has been the Players' Cup that had uh, started last week. Um, we competed in that, which basically just like a brief overview, like the top 256 p uh, players in like Europe and all the other different regions and stuff, uh, battled it out to try and make next week, day two if, as you will. Uh, and I think like the winner gets um, a free regional or world or something, like a travel voucher or something it is. I can't really uh, recall it because we didn't win. So it's not really interested me to follow it, to be fair. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know, sidetracked a bit. Uh, so we were against Blounds in two matches, and then we were against a deck called Galaxy Mew. Um, personally, from my own opinion, the Players' Cup was like disorganized, it was dysfunctional, no one knew what was going on. Um, it just didn't make any sense. The staff members who organised it all and stuff just contradicted themselves. It literally made no sense. No one knew when to start. We were told, you know, don't start round two until said. But then it was like, but you can start round two if you want to. And it, it just literally was a mess. No one understood what was going on. It had like some sort of ridiculous scoring. So if you won all three games, you'd be going through. If you won one game, um, well, and then I, th I think it was something like you won two games or summer, and then you lost the rest. You could potentially be going through, but that had to you had to be in t the second bracket, the summer, or if you won one match but lost in the first bracket, but then won another match in the second bracket. I I don't know. Honestly, it was confusing as um as anything. Literally, I don't think the, anyone knew what was going on. The, the few people I was talking to were confused about the entire, you know, system of it myself um, and themselves as well, I should say. But yeah, um, the deck I played was Mali VMAX. Um, if you're not familiar with that, uh, for three dark energies, it hits for 180 and you look at your opponent's hand and stick one of those cards in there at the bottom of their deck. So it's like a little bit of disruption. Uh, it works well with Weavile GX um, with its ability. I think it's Shadow Connection, um, which allows you to move any darkness energy anywhere on your field to any of your Pokemon in any way you like. So pretty much it's like the Psychic Transfer from Lunala uh, from the Sun and Moon base set, which also was printed in Ultra Prism as a super cool gold card. Um, yeah, so basically was that. And then I combined the Weavile with um, Red and Blue Tag Team, which allows you to search deck for a GX uh, that evolves from one of your Pokemon and slap it on. But you can also have the option to discard two of the cards from your hand, and when you evolve it, you can then attach two Dark 
well, not specifically dark unless I've met, it's just two energies, uh, basic energies, I believe it is, you know, said on the card, uh, so you do that, and then you can attach, uh, bloody hell, uh, then you can attach, um, <laughs> why is it, three, three energies a turn, uh, so yeah, basically you just do that, and then you can evolve into Mali V Max, and then you can just hit big numbers, hopefully. Well, it's a little bit of disruption, but yeah, it was against Blounds uh, twice. We won one match. We would have won the other match if I had got the card I needed, you know. Um, but that's just how it goes. Then it was against Galaxy Mew. If you're not familiar with what Galaxy Mew does, it's absolutely bonkers. I mean, I've been playing it myself online. I've managed to rack up a 15 win streak. That is very exciting for myself because I don't think I've ever gotten past like four maybe five, but now I've got 15, I've now decided to not play PCTGO anymore, and just keep that, um, keep that rank there, uh, but yeah, basically what Galaxy Mew does is, um, it runs Yvelta, Evil Tower, however you like to pronounce it, it's a very, uh, complicated name to say, um, and that has a GX attack called Doom Count, and if your opponent's active has four, exactly four damage counters on, it's knocked out at the end of the turn, um, end of your turn that is, because I will obviously, because it's an attack, um, but yeah, and then you may be thinking, well, how can we combine that, well, there's multiple different ways, um, you've got Zigzagoon, Galarian Zigzagoon, I must add, onto that, um, which allows you, as soon as you drop it, you can put a damage counter on one of your opponent's Pokemon, anywhere, um, anyone that you want, so you can just drop two of those, then scoop net both of them up, drop them again, that's one way, uh, another way is the deck runs Horror Energy, which is a Psychic Energy, and if it's attached to a Psychic Pokemon, and then it's hit, it puts 20 damage on there, so you can just have two of those up, then it gets hit, and then boom, boom, that's 40. Uh, it also runs Tina Chomp with Linear Attack, which attacks for Colorless, uh, and then you can just, like, snipe 40, 40 anywhere. Uh, it also got Xerneas, um, GX as well. Overrun does 20 to the active and 20 to somewhere on the bench, but that also hits for colorless. So in theory, you could have uh, Xerneas GX either in a discard or on the bench, um, and then you can attach one of these horror energies. So you could hit the active for 20, bench snipes for 20, and then when they hit you, they take 20 from the horror energy. Then you're um, set up to use Doom Count. But I must add, I must add to that and clarify myself by saying Doom Count attacks for a Dark Energy. So you've got to have a guaranteed Dark Energy or a Rainbow Energy or an Aura Energy. That's it. I don't know if it's called Aurora, not Aura. Uh, but yeah, so you can do that. But I, it works very well because if you've got uh, your Velter in your hand, you can just Aura Energy attach it to Mew whilst discarding that, and then uh, yeah. Bob's your uncle, got it there, um, so that beat me, uh, I checked out the list that he, he used against me, and I thought that's actually very smart, um, I didn't think of that, yeah, it's, it, it's apparently a meta deck now as well, so, unfortunately I've been playing meta, uh, it's quite upsetting, uh, yeah, so that was the Players Cup, all in all, it was just terrible, no one knew what was going on, no one knew what we were doing or out, um, but yeah, um, 
the deck I've been playing myself recently is Galaxy Mew. So I'm just giving you like a touch taste and a feel about that deck. It's actually pretty decent. I'd totally recommend you checking it out. Um, the other thing I've been doing is like a new business adventure. Uh, doing these Japanese mystery cubes. Um, I believe I'm the, like, the only UK seller of them and makes them and sells them. But um, I tried to base it on uh, the Japanese cubes Mandrake or Mandrake. I can't exactly remember how you pronounce it. Um, but they're obviously from Japan themselves and you can get them imported but you've got to pay customs and import tax and fees and all that jazz. So it doesn't really uh, work out cost effective in my opinion. So I thought, you know what, we've got a lot of Japanese cards laying about. Let's get cracking, let's, uh, let's smack them in a cube and uh, let's start selling. Uh, so I managed to sell three, which was only the three that I made. Um, I didn't honestly think it would kick off, but I've had multiple people asking, um, can they buy one, can they pre-order one, etc. Uh, the people who've bought them have said that it's extremely good value for money. I've had someone ask why am I charging so cheap for them because of that good. Um, but I always, if anyone who listens and knows me, I try uh, sell my cards and items and stuff as cheap as possible, but without putting myself out of pocket. Um, yeah, uh, so you get like four EXGX. V's, V Maxes, uh, Secret Rares, Ultra Rares, etc. Um, chance obviously of getting like extra stuff as well. Uh, and then you get anywhere from 10 to 20 holographics. Um, I've tried to aim to get at least three Pocket Monster Hollows, so that's like anywhere from like base set to fossil set, um, jungle, neo, stuff like that. Um, and then you get like four promos, gym promos that is, so they've got little stamp promos. And then, you know, it's, it's like a 200 card cube, which is quite funny because it took me at least five to six days to figure out how can I get this into the shape of a cube. Um, and then it turns out I was actually being extremely silly because you're probably listening and thinking, well, why wouldn't you just get some cardboard you know, put four, four edges around it, four faces, done, dusted, wrap it in tape or cling film or bubble wrap, and that's it. I mean, now I look back on it, I think, yeah, what, an, what a silly uh, silly bugger I am, because that would have been the easiest way to do it. But my first cube, I just wrapped it in a corner of tinfoil, uh, not tinfoil, it's not even tinfoil, it's cling film. Wrapped, <laughs> wrapped it in cling film, corner to corner, wrapped it, you know, like um, like a mum wrapping Christmas presents for the children, or dads, you know, all that, whatever, parents and family guardians and all that, how, how they do it. Um, or oh, Santa Claus, if you're a child listening, <laughs> I've got to add, you know, Santa Claus might have done it. But yeah, just wrapped it like that. Um, you know, if you believe in that stuff, that's up to you. Uh, I'm not going to, you know, do anything about it. Judge you that, but yeah, uh, wrapped it like that, and then I was like, Oh, they keep moving. Uh, I asked some of my teammates as well from newbies, um, and they was like, Yo, you just, just wrap it in clean film. How, how difficult, how hard could that possibly be? Um, but yeah, we managed to figure it out. It looks presentable enough. 
um, and people seem to enjoy them so I guess I gotta be doing something right uh, yeah uh, so the next point is the sword and shield base set um, as we were all fully aware now it's been out for quite a while they changed their um, layout and design of the holographics so basically um, I preferred the old the old way because you could just see it and um, it just looked cool and when you had like a hollow bleed or something it didn't look like a barcode you know it, it didn't just look silly but now the new ones that they've done Sword and Shield upwards I think they just look dumb I really do I think it's just a silly thing a silly idea to do and I don't appreciate that they've done it because I think like I said I just think it looks silly um, bringing me on to my next point with the the new designs of the rainbow rares and secret rares the gold cards and stuff like that I mean the fact that they've gotten rid of the texture on them is just so silly it's such a stupid thing to do and now you may be questioning why I've said that but if you've bought fake cards or something you can tell that they've got a glossy texture and they've got a glossy feel and stuff but now what's the difference between that texture that feeling now to a, a new gold card a new rainbow card nothing I mean you know is it, it people who's been in the pokey community for a while are like yeah I can probably detect that this is a fake just by looking at it then you've got some people who are like oh you know I can only check it out if I touch it, if I feel it or something. I mean, obviously there's like different people with different strengths about checking them out and all that, but I just think it's dumb. Plus the fact that they've done a rainbow trainers as well. I think it's another silly thing that they've done because clearly they're trying to milk everyone who's buying the products, you know. Like, it used to just be full art trainers and you'd be like, oh wow, that's cool. But now you've got to get a rainbow one. I mean it's just dumb um, you know why why have they decided to change it all this time and not adding anything of excitement to it um, it's like in the sets as well they just keep reprinting their old artwork um, which is a bit rubbish a blast from the past is some of the try to do sort of evolutions where they try to reprint it from base set and stuff um, I, could, I can guarantee you the first first like three packs I got um, the exact story was, I got them from Argus, I'd just finished a, uh, a Taekwondo tournament, my mum was like, you know what, you can you can get some packs, I uh, I think you deserve them, because I think we came first this summer, uh, and I got them, Argus, I got three Evolution packs, um, and a Sab, Sabli, Salabi, Sabli, promo card, X and Y one, it was pretty cool, it had a really nice artwork. Now sat in my brother's car in the back and I opened him and I was like, oh, hang on a minute, are these fake? And then, um, you know, I, sh I showed my brother, my brother was like, no, I think this is evil, this is, uh, this is reprinted from base set. And then I checked it out online um, and then they were like, yeah, these cards may look familiar but these are just like reprinted from base set. And then I was like, oh, okay. Um, but to that day, um, we did pack the wonderful holographic Charizard 
in which I screamed my mum's and my brother's ear off like, oh my god, I've got a base set charity. But obviously it wasn't, it was a reprinted Evolution Bob, which, you know, I think I sold it um, for £8. A holographic Charizard for £8 from Evolutions, that is, that is correct. Eight squids I sold that for, and if you look at the pricings of them now, they're like £40. It's just ridiculous. I mean, I look back on it and I'm like, well, I could have, I could have saved that. I could have held that, you know, and look at it, look at how much it had uh, made me now. But, you know, it's just a card, you know, at the end of the day, it's just aimed for children, but you've got some bloody uh, older people, haven't you? Us, us adults collecting cardboard, pumping loads and loads of money into it. Just a game and collectibles just for kids. But it's what we enjoy at the end of the day. I mean, it was a good feeling to get it. I do sometimes look back on it and think, why did I sell it? It's a Charizard. But like I said, I'm just a kid. You know, you, ne you don't really think about these things when you're older. It's like, um, we were discussing with a few people um the other day as well as my brother as well um you know when when they were kids uh base set packs you could pick them up for two pound fifty and now they're like over a hundred quid and you think if i'd have just been that one person who'd never uh never opened them and just got them all and just saved them all and as much as you your parents and stuff would have been like go on open it it's a bit silly you've bought it and then you'd have been, you'd have been laughing at them now, wouldn't you? You know, you'd have had your college tuition and all that paid off. <laughs> your student load. Your student, your student load. I do not mean that at all. <laughs> your student loan paid off, you know. Could have had a, could have had a mortgage. Could have had an house. Look at all these things you could have had, but no. Um, it's like, um, you know, you might have packed a shining, a, chi a shining Charizard or a shining Steelix or a, Shining Kabutops or a Raichu or something. And you went, you know what? I'll trade it with Greg in the playground because he's got a Mesprit that looks very nice. And now you just think, why? Why did he do that? And also as a kid, you never never heard about this thing called PSA grading. Never heard of it. And now it's just thrown about. Oh, I pulled this Charizard. What, what, what do we do with it? Yeah, I'd, I'd grade it, me. It'd be worth like millions in the future. Uh, Hidden Face Charizard, that's been PSA'd a lot. And I think the first, like, Beckett PSA 10 was like a grand or something ridiculously stupid. Uh, but then it dropped and now the backup. Uh, apparently, there's a reprint happening for Hidden Fates. Um, so people are expecting the Zard and stuff to go down. And then there was some, like, person on Facebook who was like, yeah, do you think now that they're going to do a reprint, they'll change the... Charizard to have 2020 on and I was just thinking why what an idiotic thing to do and say but yeah everyone has an opinion everyone's entitled to it you know that's my opinion I think it was a silly comment to make but yeah um, like I said as a kid you'd never heard about this PSA but now you've got all these collectors and investors and stuff who's like right I pulled a uh, a Reshish Rad GX from um, Team Up. I think it's Team Up. Yeah, it's Team Up. You know, I pulled a rainbow one of those. Now I've got loads of things to look at. How is the corners? How is the... Uh, 
you know how how's the off center how's the um is it off center is it off cut is the corners damaged has it got any imprints has it got any of this has it got any of that whereas as a kid you think oh my i've just packed a shiny this is exciting but now you're guaranteed a reverse hollow and stuff in a pack it doesn't really give the same flavor to um you know to people who are of the older generation and i mean that in the polite way possible the golden oldies as uh my friend Nathan White's being called. But yeah, um it's something like the some of the stuff for the Wizard of the Coast um era stuff. That's um that's like not worth peanuts now, it's worth nothing. It's like so much cheaper than packing a new card in the newest sets that can just get rotated out and then worth nothing. You know, like this rain, rainbow trainer, um, Marnie, that's cheaper, but yet it's a higher rarity than the full art Marnie. You know, it's it just makes no sense. But I think majority of the pricing and stuff goes on to the point of, like, players. You know, if someone's wanting, like, quick balls. I remember when those were very sought after, and you could pick up, like, a play set of those for, like, £7 or something, but now, like, bulk pricing you know, 2p, 3p, a pound for four or something like that, it's ridiculous, but yeah, um, I think we'll, uh, we'll leave it there on that one, uh, so the next part is rotation, how do we all feel about rotation, uh, personally, sad, that's it, just feel sad, it's just such a bad thing to happen, there's so much playables, uh, and playability cards and stuff that's going, Stuff like Elms Lecture, um, you know, if you're playing Blounds with um, Birds, Birds and Blounds, that's all going. Um, Mysterious Treasures for your Psychic Decks, that's going. Electro Powers for Picaron, that's going. Zerora for Picaron as well, that's going. Um, Vulcaner's going. Um, trying to figure out what else is going. Um, oh yeah, uh, Jirachi um, with his escape board, that's going. Uh, the best thing that you can pretty much use now is scoop up nets, or you can take the long-winded option of Rapidash, Glarian Rapidash, which um, which is which is alright, uh, but this is stage one, so there's quite a lot of things you may need to get for that. You know, like um, basic and then evolutionary incense or something like that. Now, if you're playing a metal deck, you can use Kerbalion, which I believe is still in standard. I think it was premium teamer, wasn't it? But um, <laughs> you've got to have an energy, a met I think it's a specific metal energy that's attached to your Pokemon. So I mean in a way that could be good because you could um, do something like Jirachi style wish, get a quick ball or something and then you can quick ball away an energy or something and then get Cobaline out, attach an energy to Jirachi um, and you can retreat out into something um, or switch, you could switch, switch out well you probably want to retreat anyway 
So if you retreat it, then you discard the energy, then you can put something else in. Uh, you could metal source of that energy onto something else and then yeet it back in with a retreat or something. Yeah, it's got free retreat, maybe you got an airbling onto it, who knows. Um, yeah, um, so there's quite a lot of stuff in rotation that's hitting. Well, that's been rotated, I must say. Um, yeah, um, pre-release is just around the corner with the set Darkness Ablaze. I don't really think that there's been a 100% announced set list that's out yet. I think it's all speculation at the moment, but obviously we've still got an idea of what's arriving, what's going on, what's you know what could be in there, what couldn't. Uh, I know that Japan's released a new set recently, Legendary Pulse, or if you're on Poker Collector, it's called Legendary. No, it's called. Oh, yeah. um, it's called Legendary Heartbeat, but on uh, Poké Collector it's called Legendary Pulse. Um, I did read something else as well on the internet. Um, it's been translated in French to some um I can't remember what it's called. Um, I think it might be called The Master's Way. I think that's what it's been translated to um, which just it just sounds silly it just the the set names recently just don't you know don't, don't make sense I mean if we're getting everything that's in that set at the moment then it'd be cool to see come out with whatever ideas but you know it's all just wait and see which obviously is another item that's going out. Wait and see, hammer. That's that's going out, isn't it? But um, one thing I do appreciate that they've done is brought out the new cards, amazing rare, which is like just I don't know. In a way, it's like a shining Pokemon, but it's like spray painted effect. So it reminds me of the Shibuya Pikachu. I believe that was what the promo was, because they had the whole graffiti. Um, malarkey on. Um, I think there's six, if I remember correctly. Celebi, uh, Raikou, Zacian, Jirachi, Rayquaza, and Zamazenta. Oh, look at that. Name six. Get in there. Um, I th yeah. Um, so in Japan, uh, Zacian has been winning some tournaments. Uh, Raikou has been winning some tournaments as well. Um, I can't, I can't, I, I don't really think I've been seeing any other of the amazing rares win any tournaments. Um, not that Raikou, Raikou, Raikou has been played like a, a solid four line of it. But like the downside to these amazing rares is um, they're like a really weird energy cost. It's like a grass and electric and a metal, or a colourless, or a psychic, you know, there's loads of ways you can get that happening, but it's just extremely weird and difficult, like for example, you could use the Victini from Unified Minds with, I think it's Victory Sign, or Victory Search, it's one of the two, I think it allows you to search deck up for two energy, is it? specifically one type or is it 
two different. Does it specifically state it's just two different types? Yeah, it specifically uh, states two different types. Um, so yeah, you can just grab a, a grass and a, um, a sidekick, I guess. Uh, metal, oh wait. Yeah, there's loads of long-winded... Oh, Rainbow Brush goes as well, doesn't it? That was in Celestial Stock. This is saddening, this. Um, Mina... Oh, my goodness. Mina goes as well. Doesn't she? I think Mina was printed in Lost Thunder. It was either... Lo <laughs> oh, <laughs> this is actually really upsetting. Um, upsetting? Upset. It's, you know, you, you think of combinations you can use, and then you just think, upsetting, you know, that's gone. Oh, never mind, you can use this as a replacement. Oh, no, you can't, because that's going as well. And you just get to the point of, oh, I haven't really got anything else to talk about now. Um, but, yeah, um, I think... Um, I think Energy Switch was printed in Sword and Shield base, so you could potentially do something really silly. And let's just say, if something requires a um, a metal energy, you could metal sorcerer it onto summit, a metal Pokemon, and then Energy Switch it onto something else. Um, I don't know, it's very bizarre. It's very silly. There's lots of different things you can do. I think you can use a Karate Belt if something requires a fighting energy. Um, yeah, um, you know, I'm trying not to flood the podcast just on one specific thing, so like, I'm not going to try do it on just decks, just TCG side of things, it's just a general vent about Pokemon in general, um, I can't say I've played the Sword and Shield game for the Switch, so I won't be reviewing that or talking really about that because I've never played it. I've never seen any of it on the telly, um, you know, so it's like when pronouncing some of the new names as well or just seeing them, you just think, well, that's just stupid, that's just ridiculous. Like, for example, at the side of me here, I have a, a Flapple Rebel Clash promo. Why, why would you design this? What's good about it? You know, <laughs> the fact that they've used the name Flapple which literally consists of the name Apple. They just put FL on the front of it to uh, represent it as a flying apple. Now, I just think if you sat in the uh, in the company meeting and you're just like, right, guys, today we're going to have to come up with some new Pokemon designs, some, some names, some cool, nifty stuff about them, <laughs> and so on. Greg on the end of the table goes, how about, that's right, just hear me out, how about we have an apple, right, but we'll just call it Applin, and then we'll evolve him into Flapple, and Appleton, I think it's Appleton it evolves into, like I said, Sora Shield is my weakest point, I mean, it, it's just silly, I mean, it's it's just a really terrible design of a, uh, a Pokemon, I mean, the moves and its ability and stuff isn't that bad. I, I do actually think it's pretty cool. Uh, Apple drop. Once during your turn, you may put two damage counters on one of your opponent's Pokemon. If you do, uh, shuffle this Pokemon all 
attached cards into your deck. I'm having a little bit of uh, difficulty reading it there. It's worded very weirdly. And then for a double colours, Acid Spray, 60, flip a coin if it's discarding energy from your opponent's active power command. So that's, uh, you know, I think because it's not a GX, EX or V, or V Max, you can just use twin energy. Or you could just weld it onto it. I mean, that's another... That's another way how you can get 40 damage on Summer in Galaxy Mew. It's just Apple Drop it, but then it's a bit clunky. Why would you want to bother taking that much time to do that? Because it's a stage one. Um, yeah, um, I think it's just... I think it's just silly. I don't think the new designs of the Pokemon or the names or anything is good. I think they're just worn out. And they're just coming up with silly names and stuff. Um, so, obviously there's not been any, um, you know, talks about what the pre-release promos are. Um, so what do you guys think the promos are going to be? I'd, I'd very much like to hear that. So you could, like, inbox me on Facebook, or you could put it on our page on Facebook, Primus Pythons TCG. You can uh, send me a DM on Instagram. Which again is just the username of Primus Bison's TCG. Um, you can tweet me, which if you hadn't guessed, the username is uh, not Primus Bison's TCG. It's not, it's Prems Bison's TCG. So I uh, caught you out on that one. Um, but yeah, um, if you're in the Discord of the Mubis chat, you can uh, DM me on that as well. My username is probably a potato. It's not Primus Bison's TCG as people would have thought. Um, thought it was a wacky name. I don't think I've ever heard or seen it anywhere else, but yeah. It's pretty cool. Um, so the Darkness of Blaze uh, set looks cool. It's got some good cards in there. Um, I'm not really too sure what I want to be playing after rotation. I was thinking Mali V Max because I think everything survives it. Um, I was thinking Salamence as well. Salamence V, that's pretty pretty decent. Still haven't really uh, haven't really got a clue what I want to play. I mean, is is Todger Kiss in the uh, in the set? So it's like officially releasing in Dinosaur Blaze. It's. <laughs> Why do you think it was? I didn't think it was. Now, I'll say, if that's been, it's been released in Darkness of Blaze, and that's just been printed in that legendary heartbeat set. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's like, oh, Mad Party. Mad Party. That's, that's what I'm going to be playing. I think it's a very kooky idea. Um, yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm not talking to myself, really. I've got my brother here next to me, um, working on our little conspiracy theory that we will be talking in depth about in another episode um yeah so when a legendary heartbeat is in our set which i think might be our september set it probably isn't is i believe it's going to be a holiday set isn't it um it'll be a holiday set so as soon as that's announced i'll probably be playing uh Todger kiss Todger Kiss V, Todger Kiss V Max, mainly just because um, 
it reminds me of Sylvian GX, which was, it was so cool. Um, the fact that you could just search your deck for up to three cards, I believe it was, of anything that you wanted. So that was really good because people used to play just quad Sylvian and just a shed loads of disruption cards like Crushing Hammer, Enhanced Hammer when DCE was still in the format. Um, escape Ropes, Guzmas, anything real. Oh, um, oh no, Mars is still in, but that's another card that's been rotated out. Uh, special charge that was uh, that was in, so you could just use that to try and get a DCE or something. You could obviously then uh, search it. I think the attack move was amazing play. Unless that was its GX, that was its GX attack, wasn't it? What was amazing play then? Was it Chinchino? Chinchino, Chinchino, is it? Chinchino. <laughs> Yeah, Chinchino has amazing plays. Ask your opponent to pick up two, well, you, you pick up two cards from your discard, and then you ask your opponent if you're allowed to put them in your hand. Oh, yeah. And then if they say yes, you get them. If they say no, you take six of damage. It has magical ribbon. It's Sylvian. Ah, yes. Oh, yeah, because we actually made a deck around amazing plays Chinchino. Yes. All right. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Cheers for that, Scott. Um, yeah. Uh, so it was Sylvian GX. That was always a good, good card. I think the Todd, I think the uh, Todd your kids V Max um, allows you to search for up to two cards. I think it attacks for three colors as well, doesn't it? I think, I think so. Yeah. Because so, yeah. so. we're probably just going to be using the line of either Vol Volcanian or Welder. Welder engine, something along the lines of that is what we'll be using. Um, I've already got like three on the way. I've got three V's on the way. Well, two V's on the way anyway, and I've already got one in hand. And a VMAX. Um, we entered a box break from good old Ben Allen from Extra Collectibles. I think, unless it's Extra Pokemon. It's what <laughs> I honestly haven't a clue. Um, so, yeah. We entered a box break of his, which he does on the group on Facebook. Uh, Pokey box break is pretty cool. I think the uh, the motto or slogan or something along the lines of that is we help you complete your sets at a fraction of the price. Something along the lines of that. Um, magical rip, rip man. Ah, right. There we go. Uh, so it was Plea GX is the Sylvian, that's his GX attack, not Amazing Plea, I don't even think it says Amazing on the card does it, it was just an amazing card, haha, <laughs> I got you there, um, yeah it was Magical Ribbon for one fairy, search your deck for up to three cards, put them into your hand and shuffle your deck, uh, and then for a fairy and a double colours, fairy wind, 110, and then for a fairy and a double colourless was play GX which then said put two of your opponent's bench Pokemon and all the cards attached to them into your opponent's hand. Um, so that's what that did. It wasn't amazing play. Wasn't you you know I got Chinchino and Sylvian mixed up. Um yeah. But yeah we got a we got a Rick Waza 
amazing rare. So it's one of those like graffiti style um, spray paint designed card on the way. Which I think is selling for a ridiculous amount. Um, I think there's 10 cards in the pack as well. And you get hollow guaranteed in the pack. Uh, there's the chance of getting a V and a V Max in the same pack. Um, they, uh, the Japanese people, interesting fact, oh, I've got two interesting facts that I've just remembered now. Uh, number one is, uh, the Japanese people who do their pre-release is, um, you buy 10 packs of the set, and then you open them, and then the cards that you get in there is what's used to create your own deck, and then if you win, I assume you get some, I think it's those little gym packs you get. Or maybe it's just more packs in general. It might be a booster box. I can't really remember. Unless it's just a box standard prize support um, that you get. And then another interesting fact for you lovely amigos is the magic. If I get this set wrong, it's going to be really embarrassing. <laughs> the magic app that was printed in Call of Legends. I believe that is a magic app is the exact same printed magic app in hidden face so that means you can play the call of legends um, magic app in a TCG deck which is standard legal uh, if people don't play the TCG there's like off the top of my head four maybe five different areas and aspects of it you've got standard which is what I play which is like anything currently at this recording of this episode is Ultra Prism upwards and then you've got expanded which I believe is every card that's printed but there's certain limitations of banned cards so like reset stamp and Jesse James LT Surge strategy and then I think there's um, legacy I'm not really sure what that is and I think there's unlimited I think it means anything goes regardless of um, band cards. So you do some crazy whack stuff with them. Now, like I said, though, I've never played, never really played uh, Expanded because it's just, you could just turn one and just win turn one. It's just ridiculous. Uh, and it's, I don't think it's fair, but you've got people who come up with creative concepts and of decks and stuff in Expanded. So kudos to those people. Um, the acronym for Dinosaur Blaze is DAA. It's not DAB, or as you edgy cool kids, DAB, which apparently was a trend back in the day, 2016, I believe it was. Um, yep, so that's always cool that they've missed that. Loads of people are disappointed with it, but just how it is. Pokemon seem to be disappointing a lot of people recently. But what do we do when that happens? That's right, we spend more money. Spend more money on the sets. Buying more packs, buying more cards, everything. Bling out everything. Um, so yeah, I hope you enjoy those two interesting facts. Um, we recently came 8th in the tournament online. Uh, so if you played a PC TGO and you wanted to get into like competitive playing, I'd say, uh, and win prizes like packs and stuff then there's a what is it there's a tournament called the Sunday Open um, 
it's free it, it's i'd say i say it's free to enter but you actually have to trade of a pack uh, but then once you're registered then obviously you can get cracking get playing and try and win some more packs um if you come like the top 10 or something you get your deck featured on neil pie's twitter so that's always cool um yes so much to brag about uh, we came eighth in it so we was using galaxy mew were we using galaxy mew i think we were using galaxy mew um so that was always good but yeah um yeah i think i, I think that's it I, that's all i can think of about talking today um yeah uh so in the next episode we'll be talking about our pre-release promo conspiracy theory or something along the lines of that i try to uh try and make it alliterative that's a big word for me <laughs> but yeah um i think i'm gonna end it there but yeah uh cheers for tuning in cheers for checking it out don't forget to like share and subscribe to the podcast for some extra spicy stuff coming in the future uh it's been busy with stuff at home but yeah uh cheers again and i'll see you in the next episode remember amigos stay spicy